Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by myself. My name is Meredith Masony. <laughs> I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. Mm-hmm. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take. Or leave, because it might be crap. On today's uh, episode of Take It or Leave It, we're just going to go on a journey. You know, we don't really know... We don't really know where we're going. Um, I just had oral surgery and still um, I'm in a lot of pain. Why and, are we doing this? <laughs> and Tiffany um, uh, has influenza uh, with a side uh, with a side uh, sprinkling of a sinus infection. So we're we're doing great. We look good. Yeah, so good. So good. We sound good. Mm. Sultry. So sultry, our voices. That's so funny. So anyway, right. I, I thought I'd ask you, because you are queen when it comes to true crime, and then you always read up on these conspiracy theories, and then you always have like tidbits and little Easter eggs when you're talking about this stuff. So we were in, and so what I've been doing lately on my lives is when I watch a, a docuseries or anything, I, I talk about it with everybody, and I say, have you seen it? You know, what are your thoughts? And so I've watched several lately, but I just the other night watched watched the Gabby Petito one. And then when I was on my live, people were giving me information that I had no idea. And I didn't know if you had heard this. So obviously, um, the parents end up finding, quote unquote, the remains of their son after an exhaustive search by the FBI, right? Uh-huh. And their skeletal remains. Nowhere can I find what that means. Do you know? You can't find what... I I don't know anything for a fact. Right. But... Obviously, this is all of us internet sleuthing and hunting. We don't have any inside facts. With that being said, please continue. The reason that you can't find anything about it is because they haven't released anything about it. And they won't say what. They won't say how much. Mm-hmm. Which is super sketchy to me. Um, I did see somewhere that they found, I mean, trigger warning, I guess, if you're squeamish about body parts. They found part of his lower jaw with teeth attached, and that's how they were able to do dental records. My thing is, I feel like, and people are saying that he pulled a Joe from season three of You. Mm. And I don't want to give any spoilers. Right, right, right. Which would be exactly what I was thinking when I read some of this. So go ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But let's say hypothetically somebody wanted, I mean, you all should have watched the show by now. (laughs) I'm going to, I don't know if I can say it without saying it, but either way, there's speculation that he removed some of his body parts to be found Mm -hmm. to indicate that he was deceased so that all of it stops. I think it's very strange that after an exhaustive search, his parents are the ones to be like, whoa, over here. Cause I'll be honest when I used to commit my crimes back in the day, Mm. the thing that ultimately led to my arrest, I had stolen a wallet. And then I had also been the one to quote unquote, find the wallet right? because I had a goal and my goal was for, Um, my then boyfriend to not have to go through the drama of renewing his driver's license, renewing his social security 
So I was like, if I find this wallet, he has that at least. And so I think there's a goal with finding these body parts for this situation as well. Um, the only reason I'm not completely like that's too sketchy is that they said that the area was previously underwater, mm-hmm. which makes sense to me as to why you would find it now. Okay, but if even if it was underwater, would they be bones at this point? Because it's not like he was dead that long. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'd like to think that um, there would still be something attached. I know that alligators don't usually eat the whole bone. I believe that alligators eat off <laughs> eat off the bone. Um, yeah. I think I, I I think that there's a large amount of animals that could have added to you know obviously um, the decomposition process if this is in fact his skeletal remains. But the thing that also gets me is, did you hear that his uncle is his dentist, and they were able to verify these dental records via his uncle, who's a family Best member? Up. But that that Stop. hasn't that's supposedly. That has not been. That's that's what's going on. In, well, no like way. I said, in the rumor mill. That's what's going on in the rumor mill. No, that's nuts. That can't be. That's I, that throws a wrench in everything. Because right, I'd say, but that, I don't know. That if that's was true a or not. that was a claim made by Dog the Bounty Hunter that he uses his uncle as a dentist. His uncle's his dentist. So that hasn't been proven. Has not been proven yet. Okay, that's what Dog came in and said. Hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I would think that if he was in the water due to the bloat and the sun in Florida, he would have floated to the surface and been found. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Okay. If that area was underwater, but if you live in Florida, you know that water doesn't disappear in a day. No. Right. It's in, in these areas when it recedes like that, if, if that was underwater, it was three weeks of draining out slowly, right? It, it didn't just disappear from one day to the next. And they've been searching this area over and over and over again, right? And and his body would not. Now, if it was a gator, you're, you're right. The gator will, there will be bones, right? It doesn't disintegrate all the bones, um, but it could have wedged him under something. Yeah, that's you know? what gators do. Right. They yeah. wedge him under something, but then you're going to have more than just a small little piece left. Yeah. Right. I'm 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 interested to see how long it's going to take them to give us information on this case because it was I mean, I think on in TikTok on one day, it had 1.9 billion views or not views, billion um impressions in terms of people doing TikToks about this case, right? And they actually in this 2020, they they talked to some of these internet quote-unquote internet sleuths who helped find where the you know the sightings of the van to know where her body was was um left so it was very interesting because it was actually a fellow travel blogger i saw that who helped find the van uh place the van to find the body so i find it very interesting i also um think it was extremely interesting and this isn't the first time i've heard the phrase missing white woman syndrome and I also think that it was great that they spent some time talking about that because uh, it is a disproportionate amount of time that people spend talking about 
these cases involving missing white women and the media coverage that comes along with missing white women versus those of women of color or indigenous women. So I thought 2020 did a really good job touching on all of the different aspects of this case because there were many different aspects of this case, right? And in the end, no matter what, it's an extremely sad occurrence because if there are two people, young people dead here, right? It's two young people that are dead and it's still sad, right? There are two families that will never have their families whole again. Um, And I just found the thing, I found it, I just found it really, really sad, but there were a lot of things about this case that made me just go, what, what, what do you mean his parents found him after searching for an hour? Yeah. It's very weird that they were the ones yeah to find him yeah I, I want i want more information about this damn dentist connection and how they verified it and how many bones there actually were um you know what made <clears throat> sorry i have like um there's so many bodies that were found when they were looking for them did you see that yes yes that was another thing that they highlighted in the seer in the show yeah and i just wonder like i'm sorry we say that again what did you just say? They found so many bodies while they were searching for them. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, they solved other missing people, persons, I guess, cases wow. as a result of her case because of all the tips that had come in and places they searched. They found other um other I think it people. was nine. Dave, I think it was nine other yeah. bodies. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so I wonder now, are they going to start researching all of those other missing all those other bodies as feverishly? I don't know. Yeah, One of the I, girls looked very similar to Gabby. She had blonde hair. I think she was just engaged. Yeah, they know. did show some of the... I don't think all of them in the special, but they did touch on that point, which is a good point. Um, and that kind of parallels what happened. Did you did you watch the uh, Madeline McCann docuseries, the nine-part one? No, it makes me too sad. I don't like kid stuff. Yeah, it is. it's very, very sad. But they did touch on... That as well during during and now she's still not been found, um, but they did find other I've missing. I've got my speculations about that case. Well, you, sh- I mean, if you wanted to, watching the docu series really gives you a lot of new information about what happened in it. In it, it also they also found children missing children as a result of her case um, because it leads down a very dark road of child sex trafficking. And they were actually able to um, uh, find some kids as a result of that and solve some other missing missing children cases uh, because of the exhaustive work that had been done. But once again, it goes to the little white child, you know, uh, and uh, why, you know, why were, you know, why were they searching like that when there are these other kids that go missing who are of lower economic status? And so, but it was just... It, that one was that one was hard to watch, and Dave doesn't usually watch these with me. Mm-hmm. And he sat and he watched the Madeline McCann one with me. Um, so sad. It was very. It was very. I, sad. I locked every door and window every night. Yeah, I mean, maybe I should make Drew watch it because he doesn't give a dang about locking doors and windows. <sighs> no, it was it was intense, and there's another one coming out in this month. That is an update because they they apparently have more information about the case. Um, so it about was Madeline, yeah, yeah. So that's coming out, I think, on 
Discovery Plus. I don't know. It's another okay. streaming service I have to buy now. So yesterday she's like, we need to get Discovery Plus ID channel this. And I'm like, no, we're not going to subscribe to every murder show streaming service. Just okay, so you they can... have other shows. Mm. I have to get Showtime. Dexter's coming back. <gasps> I know. I have it on my calendar. Yeah, I don't have the app though yet. I have to get. I, I we we don't have Showtime. We have HBO I'm so Max. Excited about Dexter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm pumped. So. I was I got very upset with the end of of Dexter because it felt like it jumped the shark and it went all whirly durly. I don't know what jump the shark means. Um so it's just a saying in TV shows when they come to an end that they just have this like wackadoodle ending that doesn't really make sense or tie up loose ends for you. It's called jump jump it, the it shark. It doesn't necessarily have to be an ending. It's just where the show takes a turn and they try to be so crazy or or outlandish that it doesn't fit it's from happy days when um uh when um what's his name he literally gets on water skis and jumps over a shark fonzie Uh, fonzie it's from happy days have we talked about this this i think we've talked yeah because i think i've said it before and you're like what the f um but so i just felt like at the end of dexter it was kind of all over the place, right? The only thing that I liked was that he was a lumberjack at the end. Yeah. Because <laughs> I found him attractive. I'm a lumbersexual, I'm sorry, personally. What? So. <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> kind of awkward. Okay, I can't. I can't. Did you watch American Horror Story this season? No. I've never uh, seen that show. It's, uh, it okay, scares me because the word horror is in it. Um, uh, I'm confused. I... I I don't like, so I can't watch things that are um, scary because of demons or ghosts or spirits or that kind of stuff. Because then I, then I assume that they're going to come through the TV into my home. Yeah. And you can't fight a ghost. And you can't. Right. So I feel like, I feel like the other stuff. Right. I'm like, okay, I can handle this. But the second you go down ghost lane. I'm like, no, 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 I, no, 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 no. Okay. Because I well, then, do believe in ghosts and spirits and all of those things. And I don't want them to come to my house. Okay. I get it. And yeah, I know I mean, that some of the horror story stuff, the American horror story stuff deals with that kind of like theme. Yeah, but they're cool ghosts. Oh, right. Okay. They have like a, they have like a gay couple ghost <laughs> and they have like a teenage boy ghost. Anyway. Then we can't, we shouldn't talk about American Horror Story um, anyway, because it's still kind of new. But I will just say this. I was so disappointed with this latest season. It's my least favorite. And uh-huh. if I could take back the time that I spent watching it with my eyes, I would gladly do it. Oh, wow. That's, that's a review. Yeah, they did a double feature, which means they stop one storyline halfway through randomly and then start a completely different one. And that's weird. I don't usually speak that harshly about other people's creations, but as a diehard American horror story fan, Mm. I was very sad and confused. Yeah. But anyway, did you ever watch uh, true detective? No. That okay. was good. Watch True Detective. That was good. With uh, Woody Harrelson. Uh-huh. It's really, Is it really a movie? good. 
No, it's a series. They they had two seasons of it. The first season oh. is excellent. The second se- season is good too. Second season was okay. Yeah, but the first, first one was, was really really good. Yeah. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is there. What, what did we watch the other night that Matthias made us watch? And I literally said the same thing as Tiffany. I said, if I am so mad that I just spent this amount of time watching this and I want my time back. I, I don't remember. He, it was he awful. He requested it. And I was like, this is the worst piece of shit thing I've ever. <laughs> oh, my God. It, Some, was, it was a new movie. It was terrible. Yeah, what was it remember. about? Mary? I can't even I don't remember. remember. I'm so angry that I had to sit and watch it. Now I have to ask him when he comes home. But I was like, you, you did this. You made me watch this. And it was awful. He was like, it was the best movie ever. And I was like, shut up. It was stupid. Oh, it was, it was with, um, he was a 911 operator. Oh, it was Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you watch that? On the plane. It was stupid. No, I don't think it was that stupid. Tiffany, what was the budget of that movie? $7. They never moved from the room. Same thing yeah, over. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. What did I say? I'm just saying I'll watch eight hours of him sitting at a table. The, oh, <laughs> whatever. It I, wasn't bad. It was I actually want my really money good. back. I think I paid $3.99. The story was about him and his blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. I forget the name of it, but I did watch it. The name of it was Brick of a Movie. No. Don't spend three ninety nine. Thank you, Angie. They, Angie says they terrible. Should, they should have titled it Angry Man That Answers the Phone. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think and, he's a great actor. Yeah. Um, did you see? Oh, you're an emergency dispatcher, Linda. Oh. Uh, that's cool. Well, he would answer the phone and he was like, uh 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 somebody just came to my car and mugged me. Uh uh it was a woman. Uh, uh and he's like Shut up. You shouldn't have strip, uh, prostitutes in your car. Get over it. And he hangs up. I'm like, I don't think that's what 911 dispatchers would say if somebody called with an emergency. Um, he was, it was wackadoodle. No. Okay. Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree. We agree. Yeah, let's agree. And, you, I, and you're wrong. Well, I don't think that's true, okay. actually. That's fine. It was nominated for an Academy Award. That just shows just you kidding. how effed up the Academy Awards are. That's not true, but do you know it's my dream to walk the red carpet? Yeah, I think you should. Next time they have just one, you show should just up. show up. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my bucket list. It's not my dream. It's on my bucket list. It's on your bucket list. So, yes. Okay. I was just looking through, because I had picked a couple of other stories that we could touch on if you wanted to. Nothing about TikTok. Hmm? I'm over it. I'm no, over it's, TikTok. Not TikTok. it's not TikTok. Okay. What, what is it? Do you know? I'm looking for it. I was, I was, I was, I, I didn't know how to save them on my phone. So I'm, I, I think I I'm going to. tired of? What? Oh, oh sorry, Dave, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm going to create a little commercial for the podcast and say, please take a moment while we plan the rest of the show. <laughs> go ahead and take a bathroom break. We'll be right back as soon as we figure it out. <laughs> That's so funny. I, on the news, all I see is Travis Barker. Mm. And what's her face card? Courtney. Uh, no, Courtney. Mm-hmm. That's all that's on the news. Or J-Lo and Ben. Well, and you I'm- know who you can add to the mix now? Your boy Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. Because they've been I'm- spotted all over the place holding hands. And I know you like him. I'm not surprised. I'm I not. don't like him at all. Why? Uh, Why? He just gives me weird vibes. 
Okay. It's not like I've ever actually met him in person. This is a totally just, it was just weird. Like his whole relationship with Ariana Grande, I found odd. It's it, Ariana? Ariana, sorry. I also oh. have never met her. But the whole thing seemed wait, odd. Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't, wasn't he with the blonde girl? Which blonde From girl? From Big Bang? Kaylee Cuoco. Didn't, didn't, didn't she get divorced for him? There was rumors. Yeah, that one never came out as a oh. public relationship. Oh. But they did spot Kim Kardashian and, and him at a theme park over the weekend. And then I guess they were spotted in New York City today. Well, Meredith, didn't you... Yesterday. Th- that the rumor is that he's... Um, he Quite has, the gentleman. He has what they call big dick energy. That's what the internet says anyway. Okay. Now, obviously. Oh my gosh. Texas woman allegedly pointed loaded gun at a trick-or-treater outside her home. What? According to a Facebook post from the Hayes County Sheriff's Office. I don't know if I say her name or not. But this woman was yelling at trick-or-treaters walking outside of her Buda, Texas home on Sunday before she pulled out the weapon. The sheriff's office said the 35-year-old woman exited her residence with a loaded weapon and pointed it at a 7-year-old child who was walking in front of her house. She was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Isn't that weird? They're still investigating. That's completely... That woman had to be... Do you think it's drugs? She would have what to do you be. Think it is? She would have to be so far out of her, out of her mind to do that because that's not something. If you are sober or mentally fit, would you ever do? How was your Halloween? Well, we know yours was crappy because you had your tooth extracted. But did your yeah. kids have fun? What were they? Um, I felt bad. I was such a terrible mom this year for Halloween. I didn't take a single picture of my kids in costume. I sat there like a zombie. That was my costume. And um, then I walked with them down the street and realized I couldn't walk anymore. And then I had to get picked up by my husband and taken (laughs) home because I was stupid uh, I, I was stupid and I thought that I was feeling better than I was. It was actually the first day that I got out of bed to shower. So mm-hmm. I was like, um, I'm totally fine. I showered. <laughs> right. Over and day. then, and then I cleaned the house and did some stuff because it had been days since I moved from the bed. And then that set me back to yesterday where I didn't get out of bed again. I mean, I moved to the couch, but I was too tired. But Sophia was, Sophia and two of her friends were the pink ladies and it was yeah. really cute. And then Brian was um, a gorilla who wears human clothing. Okay. Yeah. I was like, why are you putting shorts and a shirt over your gorilla costume? He says, I love it. He says, what's scarier than a gorilla? A gorilla who wears human clothing. I was like, you're right. I was wrong. This is scarier. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Matthias just grabbed a mask from like three years ago. And put it on and went out with a group of friends to get candy. No costume, just... I mean, he had a mask, but I don't even know what it was. So, uh, and he wouldn't go with us. That's so sad. So he was he was done with that. But um, but it was, you know, I did, I did my best. I didn't take a single picture, a single video. I was completely kind of zoned out. And it's mostly been because... Um, I can't take pain pills uh, because, well, obviously, yes, um, because it makes me nauseous and constipated and itchy. And so I always just choose not to. Like, they gave me some, but I was like, I can't take 
I can't take this because I'm gonna I'm not gonna be able to shit for a week. Um, so I just went with um children's liquid ibuprofen because my dear friend Jeva said that when you lit the liquid form is going to get in your system quicker. So I was just buying bottles of children's liquid ibuprofen and taking an adult dose uh, every four hours. And that really doesn't take the edge off of a um, extraction plus um, bone graft plus implant post placed in. So I'm on day five now and I still don't feel great. I'm so sorry. That sounds so intense. I I don't think I'll opt to do this ever again. I think I'll just lose the teeth. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, I'm just... And it's cheaper. But then again, speaking of, can we talk about this for a minute? Yeah. After this podcast today, I'm supposed to go get Invisalign put in. Yeah. I have an upper respiratory infection. Should I cancel my appointment? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Not only that. Not only, I mean, out of respect for the people in the office, should I cancel it the two hours ahead of time, A, and B, I have a speaking engagement, to, I leave tomorrow, and I'm going to have a really bad lisp for a few days, so should I just push it back until I get back and I'm healed? I I would, I think. I would call and let them know that you're a bit under the weather. Um, obviously, it's not COVID. Um but at the same time, you know, like if you're sick, you should stay home. Um, but I would call them and give them a heads up and just okay. say, you know, I've been under the weather with a cold. You guys are going to be in my mouth. Um, is anybody concerned about this? And let them tell you because okay. they're going to be masked up. But at the same time, that let them make the call. I'm afraid I've already put my mind to like canceling it. And so my mind's already there. You know what I mean? Like, I've already got it in my head. So yeah, I just call, to- though. Just call and say, hey, I'm on the tail end of a cold. Do you guys want to reschedule me for next week? Because um, it does. What are they doing? Taking your impressions? No, they already did all that. They're putting the little things onto my teeth. Oh, and your knobs. The in. They're putting your knobs on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, you're going to be, you're going to have the big thing in your mouth for a good long while because they have to glue those on your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just call. Okay. But yeah, it's... Um... Should I call right now? No. <laughs> All right. We'll do it after. I'll do it after. I just suck. I don't know what it is. I hate calling doctor's offices. Like if I, if I had a dollar for every time I had to switch practices. Why? Do you have to switch practices? Because I just blow off my appointments and then oh. I can't show my face ever again. That's true. You're bad at that. It's just so much pressure. You I don't, don't like, like it. You don't like to go to the doctors, though. My husband would so disagree with you. I feel like every time I, I call you it, to see if when you're un- unwell, if you've been to the doctors, you tell me no. Yeah, I like to go to the emergency room. <laughs> I like to make a big deal out of little things and go to the emergency room. This was before COVID, though. Now I don't mess around with the emergency room because no. I know how much space is limited. But before COVID, I was a regular. <laughs> Stop. You're that hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I am I look, I freaked out when I got home with this and my face blew up as big as it was the day after. I called the office and I was like, You call this dentist who did this to me. You call him and you tell him to call me back. I had a word. I was like, so I'm talking to him and I was like, Good sir, 
I am very upset with how much pain I'm in and my face. I said, it looks like you broke my jaw. And he said, well, that's for good reason. I did, in fact, break your jaw. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he goes, did you not read about the procedure prior to having it done? And I said, good, sir. I have the paperwork. Let me peruse it. And I didn't look at it. But a bone graft is where they actually break into the jaw bone to take bone out of it and then put it into where they extracted the tooth. So they can form like a bone spot where the implant sits. So he did, in fact, break my jaw, which is why I look like somebody broke my jaw and broke Uh, my face. He did. And that that pill that they gave me before the procedure, just as an FYI, where you said I would be out like a light. I was awake the entire time. I remember I remember all of it. I remember the moment he broke my jaw because he was holding on to my face he, he was pulling and he did this thing with his finger where he pushed in and yanked at the same time. And I felt the most intense pressure. The only thing I can liken it to was giving birth in my head through my mouth. And it was awful. I'm not selling people here on this procedure. That's rough that um, you were awake for that. Yeah. I was like, you gave me all these pills to knock me out, which I paid. I don't know. They were probably not expensive. I just got them at the pharmacy. But the point is, I did you not know, want to be awake. What's crazy, My a relative of mine, I'll say, um, went to have a tooth procedure done, and she had to do the Halidol, like, the night before, leading up to the appointment. You have to take it in certain increments. Um. She was so zonked out that they couldn't release her afterwards because she would not wake up. Uh, and they had and not only that, while she was zonked out, they realized she had sleep apnea. And so when I went to pick her up, they said, By the way, this person has sleep apnea. She needs to go to the doctor. I told her eventually when she woke up, she went to the doctor and now she sleeps with a CPAP. Yeah. Because of that dentist appointment. Yeah. Well, that's they can t- you can tell when somebody has sleep apnea, it's not like a secret. That's rude. Okay. I, was, I wasn't I was saying you in particular. You did save my life, though. But you, in fact, have sleep apnea really badly. So I remember one morning I woke up, Meredith said, you have sleep apnea. You have to go to the doctors. And I was like, first of all, mind your business. Yeah, you did say that. And then I went to the doctor and they're like, yeah, you have it. Here's a CPAP. Yeah. And now you sleep like an angel. Okay. That's not really true. But I, look. We have bunked post CPAP and it is, it's a game changer. I've had more sleepovers with you than I think anybody else in my life. <laughs> Same. Such a good time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's obviously, um, I'm healing and I look better today than I looked the day before and the day before, but I, I had no, like, I still feel like poopy and my face hurts. So, um, I just want to know like time frame, like how long am I going to feel like I've been kicked in the face by a horse? Right. Um, but you know, I mean, it's not like I have some place to be. You don't. That's nice. Maybe I don't. This is the universe's way of slowing you down. I don't. I don't have to go anywhere until, um, well, we might be going somewhere the weekend of the 18th, Dave and of I. Of November? Yeah. Oh, I got nervous. No, Dave and I might be going somewhere as a solo trip, just us. Love it. If his parents will take the kids. Oh. 
Um, but that's an if I haven't heard back if they'll come stay at the house with the kids or not. Um, so that we can go away for the weekend. Um, and, and if not, then that, then we'll, I think we are going to go home to see, um, my aunt and uncle and everybody for, uh, Thanksgiving. How nice. Wait, are you going to, you're not going to do Thanksgiving with the kids? No, no, that that's a separate, that's the week after. Yes. Oh, we'll sorry. Take our I children. was reading about Harry Styles. <laughs> no, that's a separate weekend. Okay. Yes. I'm going to switch my Halloween's giving tree over to Christmas soon. Don't worry, guys. Is everybody concerned? Yes, there were some concerned comments. Um, what are you going to turn your Halloween's giving tree into a Christmas tree soon? Soon. Because I have to go into, I have to get, take all my Christmas decorations down um, so that I can decide what's going up. Uh, I've been impatiently waiting for that because the the kitchen still isn't done. So I'm waiting for them. They were supposed to be here at eight o'clock today to work. Nobody's been here. So who knows? Do you know that the my lawn guy accidentally sprayed Roundup instead of fertilizer? I did see that. Are they going to resod your lawn? Yeah, they're very cool about it. Yeah. That- I also don't give a shit about grass. So they hit the right house for sure. Right. But your, your neighbors are going to get pissed. I know. I just wrote a joke about that, actually. <laughs> yeah, because that that's the thing neighbors get really ticked about. Like, we have had people complain about us because our palm tree, palm fronds would hang dead. And they would be like, how dare you? You have four dead palm I know. Fronds. It's the dumbest palm thing. Tree. You get a letter in the mail. Yeah. And then I've we've gotten them for a patch of grass. They said that um, we had bugs and we would infest the whole neighborhood. And I was like, you know, my bugs. my grass lice is my problem. <laughs> and they're like, no, ma'am, you're going to infest the entire neighborhood. And I was like, first of all, I just bought this house. It came with grass lice. I didn't know it was here. Grass so I got a letter about that. So we get we get letters. We're the people who get letters. I feel so much pressure because every time somebody walks by, I feel the need to be like, it's not us. Our lawn guy did it. We're getting <laughs> it fixed, though. Don't worry. You should like, put a sign. Person. You should put a sign. It was an accident. New grass coming. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody will assume you have grass lice. I'll probably get in trouble for the signs. (laughs) I know. Is it the correct sign? Is it the correct size? It has to be so-and-so by so-and-so. I've been begging my neighborhood to have a neighborhood-wide garage sale. Ooh. And I was like, hello, what are, we have like a Facebook group for the Mm -hmm. neighborhood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, hey, what are everybody's thoughts on uh little neighborhood garage sale? Everybody's like, that's great. That's amazing. That sounds good. And I'm like, awesome. Does anybody know how we would go about making it happen? I don't want to be in charge, LOL. And then the head of the HOA was like, usually somebody's in charge and organizes it. Right. And I was like. Never mind. I never wrote back again. Tiffany. <laughs> it's been a month. Tiffany. I just stopped writing on the post. I told. I- I can't, I cannot be the organizer of the neighborhood wide garage sale. Do you know how much pressure that is? First of all, second of all, then everybody's going to want to talk to me about stuff and I can't even like handle my own family. Why did you want to have it then? I have so much crap I want to get rid of, but I don't want to just give it away. I like, I get very manic sometimes and buy lots of things that I think I need. And then when 
the mania passes. So why don't you just put that stuff up on Facebook Marketplace? Because I don't want people coming to my house. You, they don't have to come to your house. You can, you can, you can have Drew meet them know, in a parking like lot under a broken bucks, light. Twenty bucks. Like, do I really want to make a trip into town and have? I guess it depends. Depends. That's on why how... I just want to get rid of it all at once. I just want it all out there. Y'all shop and then be get in charge it. of the sale. No, that no. There has to be an alternative. Do any neighbors do like you enough to be in charge of the sale? Yeah, my next door neighbor offered, but I don't want to. She's so nice. She gives us boo grams. She does a lot for us, and I don't want to push it. Well, it sounds like she likes you. I just want to complain. Okay. I don't want a solution. Of course not. That's silly. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to complain about my dilemma and not do anything about it. That's productive. It's the way. <laughs> of the people, my people. Very jealous of your coffee drink. Mm. Well, I can't drink hot coffee right now because of the tooth, apparently, which on day one of having this done, done, I came home and drank a hot cup of coffee. And then I was like, why is my mouth bleeding profusely? <laughs> and so I Googled it and it was because you shouldn't have hot drinks or hot food for several days after this procedure. <laughs> So I'm stupid and once again, didn't read the paperwork. Why is my mouth bleeding profusely? <laughs> it was. <laughs> and I'm like, Dave, this isn't oral. <laughs> He's like, you just had oral surgery. It's fine. As I drink boiling hot coffee, like a complete addict that I am, because I am a caffeine addict and I didn't have coffee that morning. I was like, if I don't have eight cups of coffee right now and i literally made my mouth bleed um so i i realized i had to switch to iced coffee so um my my good friend katie brought me over a big thing of iced coffee katie is a true friend yeah yeah so she came over with a big jug of iced coffee and i've been drinking a little bit of it each day and um my mouth doesn't bleed profusely so it's great and i still get the caffeine and you know it's good it's good. Nice. Yeah. So it uh it's not what I want in cooler weather necessarily, but um But you'll live with it. I'll live with it. You know, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I just love how you're wearing an Abraham Lincoln shirt. This this is one of my favorite shirts. I know. And it just makes me laugh every time. I also haven't changed in days because I came I relapsed and and had to go back to bed after my uh misfortunate step on on halloween uh mm. where i felt like i can do anything i took a shower halloween my kids are still at the age where like don't get me wrong i enjoy it but how effing hard is it to say thank you when somebody hands you a piece of candy you have a thing though with that you have a massive trigger um because you you speak for me when we are out in public and you say say thank you meredith <laughs> Every time before I could even utter the word, no matter where we are, if we are at a restaurant, if we are at Starbucks, if we are at the store, before I could even attempt to say thank you to somebody, Tiffany jumps in. Oh, how rude, Meredith. Say thank you. That's what I you give do. Sufficient pause. No. I give you, uh, yep. No. I give you an appropriate amount of time I to say please or thank you. And if you don't say it, then I remind you. No, it's not a reminder. It's a public shunning. <laughs> None of it is to remind. It is a shame and shunning situation. So don't. 
It's so funny. I can't stand by and let you be rude. I, I, I can't. I didn't even have the chance to be rude. You swoop in and you're like, no. how dare you? Like you have a cape on and everything. And you're like, so <laughs> you're like, so upset. Meredith says, um, I'll take a, a bacon apple salad. No, not even please. She just says, can I have a bacon apple salad? Please. Thank you. That's what's missing from your sentence. Okay. You're just a rude person. Uh, and I will not, I will not have friends who are rude to employees. Give, me, I, give me a large uh, Coke. Give you? I don't say give me. May I please have a large Coke if you have it, if it's no trouble, but no pressure. I'll take anything you give me. Thank I'm you. not saying that ever. That's you, how it should be. You Looney Tune. That's every time when somebody, oh, we don't, um, yeah, hi, um, do you, okay, this, co- okay, the Cobb salad here? Yeah, this Cobb salad. Okay, I want this, but is there any way that I could not have um, the, the bacon? Okay, well, just put the bacon on. It's fine. I don't even care. I'll eat the bacon. This is you. This is you at every meal that we have to go. Okay, but if it's not too much trouble, I would really, let, okay, but, um, okay. And it's like, Tiffany, tell them what you want. Lucy. Just tell them what you want. I can't, I'm, I'm broken. No, you're absolutely not. All broken. my years in the waitressing industry. I waited plenty of tables. So I can't. You tell me that all the time, but I literally, I cannot picture it. Meredith. I opened an entire Carabas and was floor manager until I got my first job teaching. Someone says, my, my Caraba is undercooked. You say, well, that's too effing bad. Bitch. Eat it anyway and like it. That's what I would say. Yeah. No. You would not. No. I can't. I just can't picture it. Oh, that's just but funny. Any- this quote. Tell me you have anxiety without telling me you have anxiety. That exact statement of how you order food. <laughs> it's true. But listen, I tell my kids before every house, say, say thank you and trick or treat. Say trick or treat and then thank you. Two steps. Simple. Walk up, say <laughs> trick or treat. They give you candy. You say thank you and walk away. So simple. We've done it 28 times so far. Mm. You can do this. Grab the candy and walk away. Are you ki- I'm like, listen to me. I will burn all your candy in front of your eyes if you don't say thank you at this next house. Wow. I, d- I didn't say that. I was getting so frustrated. And then I'm like, I know that this is irrational. I know that I should just let them be kids. But I don't want to be that mom whose kids are ungrateful little a-holes. And I don't... I agree with you. We have to impress upon good manners from a very early reason is I, I agree, but I also really... It's about perception. And I don't want people to perceive my children as ungrateful. And that's a me problem. Mm. Mm. Because there was this little kid who came up and snatched candy and walked away and his dad didn't make him say thank you. And I was like, what a piece of shit. Do you know what I read? I'm just kidding. Okay. Do you know what I read? That's funny that you, that you said that. Um, I was, I was joking with the, with Matias last night because, um, we have to put an explicit warning on this cause I've cussed twice and I don't ever cuss. Okay. Uh, Jebba said, I'm the Roy Kent of waitresses. Did you, have you seen Ted Lasso? 
No. Then you don't know why that's funny, but that's hilarious. Um, okay. And you should watch Ted Lasso because it's, I don't know if you'd like it, but it's, it's very well written, but it's a comedy, dramedy almost. Anyway. Oh yeah. That's necessary for this next step on the podcast. Thank Go you. Go on. So I was reading this thing about, it, it was on this page called Gentle Parenting or something parenting. I don't remember what it was, but um, I jokingly said to Matthias, I said, would you like me to practice gentle parenting um, as opposed to the way I parent you currently? You know, and we were just joking or whatever, but the meme, this meme that was on their page that came up on my, on my Facebook feed said, if you feel the need to punish your children, it's not because of what your children have done, but it's because you feel a need to punish yourself because you have past anger and past, uh, what word did they use? Past um, trauma that you feel you need to be punished for. So stop punishing your kids. And I was like, okay, but what happens when your kid tries to light fire to something in the backyard mm-hmm. and cause a massive uh, neighborhood uh, wildfire? Do we not... Do we not punish them for bringing right. the lighters outside and trying to light the wood? Because that I don't doesn't think that's feel how like they're referring. So then, how? Because because here's the thing: people, everything is like everything is just everybody is so offended all the time. We've been talking about this on the podcast for years. Everything mm-hmm. offends everyone always and forever in perpetuity. But like sometimes you have to f- punish your kids. I think. In this example, I didn't read the article. I think what they mean is, for example, yesterday, Chloe was so tired and whiny at dinner. She was just freak fighting over uh, this remote with her brother and wailing and whining. And it was getting on my nerves. I was overstimulated. And I was like, Chloe, knock it off. And so she started screaming. And I'm like, you have one more chance. Knock it off. And I mean, her face went red and she said, And I was like, all right, that's it. You're going to bed after dinner. And that infuriated her. And then when she was done with her dinner, she said, I don't want to go to bed. Can I have dessert? I said, no dessert. You're going to bed more angry and started screaming and calling us stupid and stomping up the stairs. And like she she's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. She was having like a panic attack or something. And I was meeting her anger with anger. And what I should have done was helped her process those big feelings she was having instead of reacting to them. And I, I talked to Drew about it later last night. I'm like, I feel kind of guilty. We literally punished Chloe for not knowing how to process her emotions properly. But the truth is she's five years old and I feel like that's kind of on us. And so I started feeling really guilty about it. Maybe that's what they mean is maybe. And, and here's the thing, like, I I agree that we need to be able to meet our kids where they are because they're little, right? Like your kids are little and it's hard when they, they don't know how to express an emotion or talk, you know, talk to talk through, like, there's no logical conversations with a five, six, seven year old, right? Like they're, they're, they have a demand and then we feel like we're on the defensive, but at the same time, it can't always be, I'm going to talk you through this because sometimes they do shit that just needs a swift punishment. Like, no, we're not doing that. I'm not going to, you know, like, I think you talk through it with them once they've been punished and sent to their room. And then you can sit down and say, hey, okay, we don't write with Sharpie 
uh, all over the wall that we've recently painted and draw boobs because that's not what we do. Um, because sometimes kids just do things to push the envelope to get the, what is it? No, any attention is better than no attention. Positive or negative attention is, is, is just as good as positive attention because it's attention or whatever. So I just, I think that there's, there's this, it's been this weird pendulum swing of like, children don't need consequences. They only need love. And it's like, what? Like, no, there, there needs to be consequences. Like life is full of consequences and we have to let them know that there are expectations of behavior and the way things go. No, I don't think that we have to banish a five-year-old for a week when they misspeak at dinner or throw a fit. Like going to bed early is a good consequence for that. She didn't get dessert and she went to bed early. That was a good consequence for what happened. Could you have sat her down before bed and talked about the le- like how loud she was being, the anger? Um, you know, and it does depend. Somebody just said, I think it depends on the kid. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I have three children. They are all completely different. And they all take consequences and punishment and these conversations very differently. Yeah. You can't. You know, when I was a kid... I stuck my middle finger up on the school bus. I was really young in like kindergarten. Oh and my the gosh. bus driver lost her SHIT, wrote me a referral. I went home. I got in trouble. And I remember being so confused because I didn't even know that it was bad. I didn't even know what it meant. I saw somebody else doing it. And I got in trouble three different ways. And that has stuck with me because I genuinely was so confused mm. because I didn't know it was wrong. And I think about that all the time while I'm like with my kids. If there's something that like they genuinely haven't learned that it's wrong yet, I try to give them a little leniency so that yeah. they don't have to feel that feeling. But if they know something is wrong, like with Chloe, for example, we've talked so many times. I've given her alternate coping mechanisms. If you feel like you have to scream, grab a pillow or scream into your hand, do the breathing exercises mm. thing. And if she actively chooses not to utilize those tools, then I feel like that's a decision and that's when she gets punished. But yeah, I think it depends on the kid. I think it depends on the situation. I think it depends on past work that you've done. I saw you, you posted an article yesterday on your page that said something like, if you threaten to spank your kids, I'm judging you. And the internet was in an uproar about it. Yeah, Did you and that's that? the thing on our page, we post a lot of different pieces and a lot of different opinions. And I think that that's important to do that when it comes to parenting or marriage or motherhood or whatever. Um, and it it wasn't my opinion piece. I didn't write it, but it's just like thoughts, you know, like, what do you think about this? But, um, and that's a line that has divided parents for, for years and years and years, um, to spank, to not spank, to threaten, to spank, to threaten this, to threaten that. Um, unfortunately, I think a lot of parenting is filled with, um, threats at times, um, threats you don't necessarily, um, follow through follow through with all of the time as well so i think it's just it's it's a hard job and every kid is different every situation is different i'm not sitting here saying every every person should parent their parent their children the way i parent mine not at all i'm not saying that at all but what i am saying is i think that sometimes um the 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 social media the internet um, journals, magazines, reporting, books, they, um, they have these, they have people who consider themselves to be specialists or this, that, or the other thing. And we end up seeing these massive shifts 
in the way we're told how to parent, how to live, how to breathe, everything. And they swing back and forth, back and forth. And for several years now, I've just seen it swing to this, this whole like, almost like you need to be their friend. You need to this, you need to, you know, and it's just like, I mean, I'm older and I have older kids and I was born in 1980 and I grew up in the eighties and I grew up with a lot of hands off parenting and a lot of spankings and whoopings and, and all of these things. And so, um, I try and make up my own mind with how I'm going to do it versus what the latest parenting expert is saying. And I think that that's what I'm trying. The bottom line of what I'm trying to say to parents is, you know, your kids, you have to figure out what's going to work with them. And don't let the sway of the pendulum dictate every one of your moves because you know your kids better than anybody else knows their kids. Amen. So it's just sometimes I get angry with everything that gets splattered around on social media when it comes to, you know, how we, how we, how we parent. I don't know. Yep. I get it. I feel (laughs) the same exact way. And we're, know what we're doing. No. And we're totally different with our style with in life. Right. You and I are um, luckily two peas in a pod that are completely different peas. Yeah. I'm a pinto bean. Inside the pod? Yeah. Okay. And you're a regular pea. Okay. Um, a crusty pea with a hard outer shell. Um, but the Ew. point the the point is uh we still manage we still manage to be very good friends. And can talk to each other, even though we are very different. Yeah. In nature. Agreed. So. But yeah, you're doing a great job, parents. None yeah. of us know what we're doing. Just do what I do and go through a Rolodex of parenting moves and see which one sticks. <laughs> Throwing the spaghetti at the wall, as they say. Yes. All right. Sticks. Anything else? Um, I don't know. I think we're good. I think it was great that we got to connect. I know you're getting ready to travel again. and. I just wanted mm. to try and chitty chat before you left again, and we'll yeah uh, we'll convene again next week. So you let me know what day is good once you're back and settled again, and okay, uh, we'll we'll. I just wanted to try and go as often as we could before um, we left again because this next run we might be gone from home for like two weeks. What? Yeah, you knew this. No. Yeah, we leave on the second, and we might not come home until the twelfth because we're going. West Coast to Midwest uh, to East that's Coast. That's be very expensive. <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, we have lots of shows, remember? We've got yeah. Seattle. We've got Salem. We've got Eugene. We've got Joliet. We've got Holland. And we've got Times Square. We've got two in New York, don't we? No. We end yeah. in New York. No. That's the, following, that's the following month. Oh. That's January. All right. Just kidding. All I'm right. Cool. Kidding. Well, um... Join us next time. We don't know when that'll be, but mm-hmm. just join us mm-hmm. uh, for another episode of Take It. Or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have, who no, have no idea, idea what, we're what we're doing. Doing. We'll see you guys next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.